Hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I am Chris Levine and I will be your host again this time around. This is number 50. Can you believe that? We've done 50 of these. This is number 50 in our series called Psychology on Vinyl. These have been so much fun. This is the series where we try to understand both the subtle and blatant psychology behind and within famous records. So this band had four solid albums behind them already before they released this one. And every single one of these albums were panned at the time by Rolling Stone. But at the same time, all of these albums were completely lauded by their fans. Every time they went on tour, every show was a guaranteed sellout by this time. Every album guaranteed to sell. They just kept getting tighter as they progressed. And and by this time, we're finally creating a signature sound that didn't overly borrow from other bands, artists, and especially blues musicians. The release of the album that we will focus on today, while not necessarily the biggest fan favorite from this group, it it was truly one of the first records beginning to, to really sound original by them. That said, they both satisfied their adoring public and, in the process, shut the mouths of many who claimed them to be unoriginal. The album we're going to be talking about today is Houses of the Holy, and of course we're talking about Led Zeppelin. Now, the first two songs on this record, for for my money, this is just me, are two of the very best songs in their catalog as a whole. They're so creative. The first one is essentially a trip around the world. As Robert Plant lyrically chronicled the touring experience up to this point. Listen to the lyrics in part. California sunlight, sweet Calcutta rain, Honolulu star bright. The song remains the same. The song remains the same. The music in its complexity just bursts of explosive peaks and valleys. It's like an adventure park ride. The drums are very great. The bass is insane. And the guitar is exactly what you want. This song and the next one come with so many intricate parts and little nuances to levels that your average band just doesn't come up with. One thing I've always loved about John Bonham as a drummer is that it was very, very quoted that he was influenced strongly by Motown and R&B music. And I note this because when people try to imitate his style, that's usually what's missing. Yes, he hit hard but he grooved. The song remains the same as an example of this, as are basically all the songs on this record. We'll talk about some more in a little bit. Now, John Paul Jones 
in my opinion, is this man's secret weapon. Even standing back in the shadows, this man would shine on these songs, especially on side two, which we're going to get to in a little bit. But first, let's go back to the Rain song. That's the second track on this record. Uh, this is easily a top five Zeppelin song for me personally. It's just so incredibly pretty. There's a backstory to this. You probably have heard it. That apparently George Harrison told Jimmy Page that Zeppelin had no ballads. Which technically wasn't true because they had thank you already. But it inspired Page to write this. And in a nod to Harrison, he actually used the exact same two opening chords in the Rain song that George Harrison used in his song Something by the Beatles. It's crazy how I've heard the Rain song for years, and until I read that, I never noticed that. But once you know, you can't not know. It's plain as day. The Rain song is a lot of odd tunings and creative guitar work. John Paul Jones' piano work and orchestrations just take it to the next level. When the drums come in, it's just spectacular. It's just a big, bold, beautiful early 70s ballad that, in my opinion, sounded like nothing before it or anything since it. The Medical Express website had a piece on how different ballads affect different people. Notice this. It says, Anxiously attached people worry about being rejected and seek a lot of reassurance about their relationships. On the other hand, avoidantly attached people respond to their negative expectations of relationships by closing off emotions and intimacy in favor of being independent. And people with a mixed attachment style have confused expectations which means that sometimes they fluctuate between being overly clingy and cold. And lastly, secure people have optimistic outlooks on relationships and are open communicators and as a result, trust their partners. Keep in mind all those different kinds of interpretations of going into relationships and listen to the lyrics of the rain song. There's a point to this, I promise you. It is the springtime of my loving, the second season I am to know. You are the sunlight in my growing, so little warmth I've felt before. It isn't hard to feel me glowing. I've watched the fire that grew so low. It is the summer of my smiles. Flee from me, keepers of the gloom. Speak to me only with your eyes. It is to you I give this tune. It ain't so hard to recognize these things are clear to all from time to time. I feel the coldness of my winter. I never thought it would ever go. I curse the gloom that set upon us, but I know that I love you so. These are the seasons of emotion, and like the wind, they rise and fall. This is the wonder of devotion. I see the torch we all must hold. This is the mystery of the quotient. Upon us all, a little rain must fall. This song, lyrically, works on every level that we just discussed. 
every attachment style on the list from every perspective this song works that said it then is a completely universally effective ballad now i mentioned john paul jones on side two i mean his bass is insane through the whole thing but i i really want to talk about the masterpiece on side two no quarter just like the immigrant song a couple albums ago it, it evokes imagery from the vikings and north mythology with lyrics such as the winds of thor are blowing cold but it's so effective musically again it takes you on a journey it's one of the best headphone listens ever now i mentioned rolling stone just seemed to hate led zeppelin up to this point to me the song remains the same the rain song and no quarter are just masterworks but of the three rolling stone gave the rain song and no quarter absolutely horrible write-ups when they came out can you imagine that well, that's what happened anyway there are other great songs on this record we, we don't on these things go track by track with every single song but in my world those three are the big standouts if you want to hear some classic john bonham on the drums uh, he outdoes himself on your maker the ocean and over the hills and far away uh, that's a classic too but just to close this was when a new album release was truly a new adventure there was an excitement about a band having a new album and i kind of missed that because it's kind of rare now but these records like this one were so good that they're an adventure even to revisit we have once again arrived at the time on refresher when we present you with a spotify playlist and for this psychology on vinyl series the subject matter is the playlist itself so we have for you this time around a refresher podcast led zeppelin houses of the holy playlist you can find it really easily on spotify just type in refresher podcast dash led zeppelin houses of the holy let's get into it side by side each side had four songs on it side one the song remains the same the rain song over the hills and far away and the crunch side two dancing days dear maker no quarter and the ocean how could this get a negative review anyway that's our new playlist again you can find this playlist really easily on spotify just type in refresher podcast led zeppelin houses of the holy you know one of the most pleasurable things about doing this podcast is when we get the feedback that people are listening from different areas and this is one of those weeks where it's inside and outside the united states we have brand new listeners that we'd like to welcome our demographics report shows that we now have listeners in parker colorado guntersville alabama 
and in the Flemish region of Belgium. Welcome to Refresher. We are so happy you're here. And guys, this show simply would not exist without you. We've done 50 Psychology on Vinyls. You know why? Because you listen to them. Thank you so much. You know, if you could all do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. That would be great if you're so inclined, but whether you do or whether you don't, I know that money can be tight. And I also know that not everybody wants to to, to contribute, and that's totally okay. Just feel free to listen and enjoy the show anytime that you want to. Until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher. But before I say the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast, everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor. And remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. See you next time. I do want to say, as always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by my friend, Mr. John Villafuerte. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next time.